And it was like, as soon as we were done with our moment, he wanted to take it. He wanted to rip it off so badly that he was like taking things off while we were sitting there. <laughs> and I was like, Tom, I don't know what you, you're just going to like get undressed while we sit back here. But he was like, I can't. <laughs> he was so uncomfortable. He's like, I can't breathe. He was like, this is stabbing me. I was like, well, now you know how I feel. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Hey guys, today I have an amazing fucking episode. We have Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. On the show today, I am obsessed with her. I feel like I rediscovered her. And we talk about the new season of Vanderpump Rules coming out in January, about the new people, about old seasons, about the cast, what's going on, just really everything. We get in it. We're just like two, you know, best friends kicking in talking. Um, I also want to give you guys a heads up that since it's, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah and then like New Year's, we're going to be taking the next couple of weeks. There won't be new episodes, but we're going to be airing some reruns. So if you ever missed an episode, um, you can listen to old ones or we're just going to choose uh, for you. Also, since this is a remote interview, since Ariana is in LA and I'm in New York, you know, it's not up to the standard of when interviews are in person. So I'm sorry if there are any like small technical difficulties. And that's it. I love you. Enjoy. Ariana, I'm so happy that you're here. You're like VPR royalty for reals. Oh my God. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited about this. I can't even tell you how excited I am for season eight to come back in January. Yes. And also January 7th. Oh, January. Mark your freaking calendars, everyone, because <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Like the trailer Goosebump City. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we always say, you know, Tom says, if you don't feel like you're going to puke when you show up and you're filming, you're not doing your job. So I felt very pukey <laughs> this whole summer. So I feel like it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Does that mean that Tom Sandoval like gets nervous filming? Sure. Yeah. Really? I think everybody does a little bit from time to time. Depending on like, I mean, I don't think people like conflict. Maybe some people do. It's weird because like I watched the whole seasons like back to back, like I binged them. I know this sounds weird, but like only like a year and a half ago was I made aware. Yeah. I was like, I binged the whole thing. I went from the beginning. I lived my life in the moment. So I didn't like follow any of you on Instagram. I was like living as if 2000. When did you start filming? 2013? 2012 is like when the show came out, I think. Oh my God. (laughs) So I was like living in that life. I was like living that life for reals. Like I remember you with that long hair and like a little bit shaved on the side, like as if it was yesterday. Oh my God. I did have it shaved (laughs) on the side. Oh my God. Yeah. No, that was like a thing. It was a thing. It was a thing. And you were so badass. Like when you came in, you just seemed like (laughs) kind of like not above everyone else in a way, but 
But I, I just remember it like as if it was yesterday when you like met with Sheena at that restaurant and you were like talking about moving over to Sur and you were like still a Villa Blanca. Oh my gosh. Too cool for school. Oh my gosh. We, fil- we filmed that at the end of the season. That was like post finale. Isn't that wild? Pickups are like a very strange thing I did not understand in the beginning. So that's what's weird for me. Like I believe 100% that everything happening on VPR is like 100% real. <laughs> I do. And I... and I. I mean, it's pretty... I mean, you know, I feel like that percentage is pretty high. I mean, definitely way higher on our show than I feel like any other show. Right. Because we also know that you all are real friends and we see also shit happening in real life. It's like, right, like Jack's actually blocked some of you like on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Like it's real life. It like corresponds. But my question is like when I see like behind the scenes shit like of the camera crew and how crazy it looks, but you guys are like actually having a conversation it's so hard for mm-hmm. you to try to figure out like how you can continue supposedly normally when there are like booms in your face from like every angle. <laughs> I think you just get used to it and it just kind of becomes part of the, you know, the scenery, I guess, mm-hmm. because our camera people, I mean, they're all people we've known for years and I would consider them to be they're not like my friend, you know, they're not my friends in a way. And it's, in the sense that like we don't get lunch but like they're my friends and that I'm always stoked to see them and like our crew is kind of but like they do such a good job of trying to just like disappear mm. that I feel like you get used to it like you almost don't feel them after a while yeah yeah because it's not or you'll be like okay are you good like well you'll make sure like that they're where they need to be to see everything and then you just kind of get back into what you were talking about with somebody. I mean, we have to hold for like helicopters and shit, you know? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like don't fight for a second. That's no, crazy. like we're, we're all so like, it's so ingrained in us now that I'll be like, you're fucking, <laughs> you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> we're all so like, it's so like a part of it oh now, you know, God. a part of our lives. So crazy. So do you, so aside from feeling like you might want to like have to throw up, do you like enjoy it? Yes, I do. I feel like every job or like every thing in life has its ups and downs or it's, you know, easy thing. There's things that are super easy and and fun and some things that are hard. I feel like everything has that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the good far outweighs any of the negativity. Yeah. Um, And I also kind of realized the last like three months or so, like last few months, that the negativity really only lives online. Like it's really Mm -hmm. not real life. Like the negativity is not real life. But Ariana, like maybe I'm being ignorant, but you get negativity online. I feel like you're... Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. But I feel like you are like unanimously loved by everyone. I never felt (laughs) like... You had no. any, what, when, <laughs> when were people mad at you? Oh, people get mad at me all the time because I mean, for like one thing or another, but you know, I always feel like it's usually when somebody is mad at a stranger. I mean, I'm, yes, of course like you see me on the show, but I am a, I am a stranger right. to, to, to you know, internet people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I always feel like there's some, I can always kind of see that there's maybe a little bit of like a projection happening what these people what dm you tweet you yeah they'll like comment or they'll tweet or like i think a lot of times it's like maybe they're mad at me for something that they perceived a certain way on the show or they're mad at me because 
they see something in me that maybe they are mad at somebody else for in their real life, Mm. maybe. And so it's like more of like, I'm kind of the, I feel like all of us are, it's not just me, but like, I feel like they could use, maybe I'm like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, it's Projecting? like a catharsis. Oh. Like they could use me for their own like catharsis. Oh. But aside from like the, when you hooked up with Tom and like Kristen thought you like cheated with him, what else could people like be angry with you? No, I'm really trying to like remember if you did anything that could be construed as like. Well, sometimes people are mad at me for um, not wanting to get married. They think oh. that's like weird or like have kids. They think mm. that I hate kids because I don't want to have them. I see. And I actually love them. Um, I just also love them not being mine. Um, but like, you know, there's just like things I think that are, or um, I don't know. It's like, it, it's it's here and there. So it's kind of hard to say. Do you get more, like, do you and Tom, like between the two of you, who feels like they get more kind of love versus? I feel like I, I, I just like see everything because. Yeah. I'm a masochist in that way. So I think I'm more aware of either positive or negative. Although Tom is always getting on my case because, and he's right. There'll be like 10 really sweet things. And then like one person says something, somebody said recently that I have droopy features. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I've like literally thought about it all day. I would like look at, I'd be like, I would walk past the mirror and I would like stop it back up and be like, Okay, so is that droopy? (laughs) Like, what is droopy? Like, it's just like little random, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, But like, it's so stupid. Do you block now or no? I do block now because um, I go through phases. But like, at this point, I just block because I'm like, fuck off. Like, who cares? You know, like, I just like don't. At this point, it's like. You're not giving me any, you're not giving me constructive life advice. You're just, you're like showing up and being a dick. And it's like, why do you, you know, you don't deserve that kind of space in my head. And you're following me for the wrong reason. So let me help you help yeah, yourself. Let me, exactly. I'll, I'll alleviate your me problem. Right. That's <laughs> what I like. I don't understand with people. It's like, if you follow, like I ha- the thing is, like, see, I'm being a hypocrite because, like, I follow Tyler Cameron, but I hate him. <laughs> but I need to see. Oh, my God. Wait, why do you hate him? Ugh, Ariana, he's such a thirst monster. Yeah, I don't me? know a lot about him. So, okay, so oh. he was on The Bachelorette. Yeah, and, and then he dated Gigi fucking Hadid. I mean, I would. I would, I would too, Gigi. that's what I'm saying. Of course he would. But, she, but, like, how did Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette <clears throat> date Gigi Hadid, go with her to her grandma's funeral, meet Serena Williams, like hang out with her in New York City. And then um, they broke up. And then since then, he's been like just trotting all these like A-list people. And I feel like he's really trying to separate himself from Bachelor Nation mm. and be like this like... Like a socialite? Inter- yeah. Interesting. Like, and I'm not having it. And I, you know, I've tried to do some like you know, digging with myself, like, am I jealous of Tyler Cameron? I know. I was like, <laughs> do you want to be him? <laughs> like, why? Because with women, that's what I do. Like, if I dislike a, a certain woman, I'll try to be like, Amanda, like, you're just jealous. Like, be honest with yourself. Be honest with whoever right. you're talking to about it. Um, And then I can be like, okay, maybe there is some jealousy or 
maybe I think I could be better than that person at something. So I am like kind of projecting. But with Tyler Cameron, I really don't think I want to be him. (laughs) (laughs) Me off. Um, But if I were him, I'd block me. Let's put it that way. But he doesn't give a shit. So, but about the blocking, is are you still blocked by Jax? Yes, I am. Oh my geez, Louise. But is that now a joke? Is it like a running thing now, or is it for realsies? I mean, I think it's kind of funny. I. You don't care. He blocks people a lot. No, I mean, I certainly don't care. I wasn't watching his content uh, just because even people that I don't like, uh, you don't like lie method selfies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared to block me. Don't block me, Jax. (laughs) I just, okay. I have a, I have a few friends that I really love as people like in real life when we hang out that their social media annoys me. And so I have them, I follow them, obviously, but I have them muted. And I had Jax muted for like so long that... Oh my geez. He may have blocked me like a lot longer before than (laughs) I realized. Oh my God, I have no one muted. Oh, you're missing out on a really good feature. So it's people that you don't want to unfollow or block because you need to be following them. But if you if you mute them, then you don't see anything of theirs. You can mute. Okay, on Instagram, you can mute only stories or feed or both. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on Twitter, you can you could you just have the it's just wait. Mute. So you muted him on both. I had him. Yes, I had him muted on both. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, can I can I be rude and ask a question? Is there anyone else from VPR that you have muted? And if yes, then I, can I guess because I have a guess? I have almost. You could guess. I have like almost everyone muted. No. Yeah. So I who's love- unmuted? Let's ask who's unmuted. Okay. Uh, Tom Sandoval unmuted. Obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tom Schwartz is unmuted. Yeah, well, he'd like post ones. I know, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Sheena is unmuted, but I oftentimes... But you're about to mute her. <laughs> I will. I sometimes will mute her stories because she posts her stories a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think Brittany is unmuted and Katie. Sassy for sure muted, right? Sassy is for sure muted. She posts too much. <laughs> She posts too much. I love her, but she posts funny? too much. What? Can I tell you something funny? So um, I uh, am friendly with Katie at her on the podcast, and like we we talk sometimes, and um, I posted this thing being like, who's your favorite VPR character? Like a while ago, I don't remember. And people answered like, um, I guess it was like a poll or something. Oh, no, no, sorry. I said, who do you like following the most? Which is a different question than who do you oh, yes. like You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. That's that is a different question, yeah. And everyone said Stasi. Okay, I can't deal with that. Wait, so listen. So then a few days later, because I was really unaware, and we'll get to that in a second. I was unaware of like the the cultiness of that. But I was like, really? All my followers who like I thought were not basic bitches are basic bitches? Like I didn't know. <laughs> uh-huh. So then I posted, but I didn't want to be mean. So I just said like, oh my God, you guys, your favorite person to follow is actually my least favorite person to follow but again I didn't say who and they didn't see like the result then miss fucking Katie Maloney DMs me she's like who is it (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, Katie, it's not you. And she's like, of course it's not me. Who is it? And I was like, I can't tell you. Like you're best friends with this person. I didn't say the best friend part. I was just like, I can't tell you. Right. And then she literally goes, Stasi, yeah, it's fine. Most people mute her. And I was like, oh my God. Anyway, no, so, yeah. so now that I know, but I sometimes I like because I'm an account that also like covers shit, like I want to make sure I'm not missing Ooh, out on like yes, anything important. But but yeah, I um, was shocked at the Stasi thing. Again, like at BravoCon, I want to hear your experience. Um, I was there and saw you guys and literally like the freaking we got to watch the first episode. I was, I laughed, I cried, I, I goosebumped. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, what was so crazy is, you know, we were getting ready to do the, the panel. And so we were backstage and... First of all, the audio, the sound of the show audio playing in that theater sounded like y'all were watching Independence Day or something. <laughs> like the, the sound was so intense and dramatic. And then also what was crazy is uh, hearing uh, an audience, like hearing you guys like react to the, ep- like audibly, like to the episode was crazy and super cool. Yeah. Because there would be like a gasp or there would be laughter or there would be like, you know, you could hear people's emotion. It was so cool. Did you see the episode before? Yeah. Like you guys had already seen it? They sent it to us, but right before BravoCon. um, And I kind of, I was nervous to watch it, but then uh, Lala was actually like, oh no, it's good. It's, it's, you got to watch it. There are some things about the episode. It's it's such a good episode. It's such a good premiere. But it's also always, again, it's interesting to live a time and then see it because there were like three days of filming that were cut out that the only like thing that I saw was, you know, Tom and Tom going to Tom Tom or whatever, which obviously I'm not going to give out too many details, but there was like, like three days of, of conversations and things that were happening that would just got cut out completely. But Ariana, doesn't a lot of shit get cut out? I mean, you guys film yeah, for how long? Yeah, but usually like, like the first day is is in it. Like I, that that's because it gives so much context. Wait, the first day you film is actually like comes out to be the first episode? Usually, yeah. Really? That's interesting. We're like in it or it's like part of it, you know, it's because oh. it's... Yeah, so that was, that was interesting to to see I thought the editing was so good this time I mean it's always amazing like whoever does your yeah we have really good editors really good it's insane but this time maybe it was also because of BravoCon because I went alone to the VPR thing Mm -hmm. and I was really nervous about it because I was like I don't go to alone to like events but I did and I spent the whole episode just like looking around me trying to make eye contact of like, that was so funny, right? That was so <laughs> creepy, right? Like, just, because it was, and everyone was laughing together and like there were things that weren't funny, but like are funny in right. that kind of, I don't know like how to explain it. It was just like such an experience. And I have to tell you, and I want to get your opinion. I was really like not feeling the fact that BPR season A is going to have a bunch of new people but was really shocked that like they really like didn't annoy me. Like they were like, oh, okay. How do you feel about that? I'm friends with all of them um, mm. on, in some capacity. And I've known, so 
a, a couple of them are new to, or like new to the Vanderpump audience maybe because they weren't, you know, cast members, but they're not new to our lives necessarily. So I've known Danica for the girl who's like a uh, manager at Sir. I've known her for years. Um, Wait, she wasn't shown though in the first episode. Not very much. No, I don't think, or maybe at all. There's a Dana was shown, right? Dana, and I'm really, really good, really good friends with Dana now. Yeah, so she she's cool. Yeah, like she's she awesome. had good vibes. Like she really like I feel like they blended in really well and it wasn't too forced and they didn't don't seem too thirsty I think it's because there wasn't this like I just remember like when Vale was on the show (laughs) (laughs) and I remember I had to I remember sitting in like the interview chair and having um being asked the question so how do you feel about there being another blonde girl at sir and I was like what that's like the dumbest, <laughs> most ridiculous question. I think that's why sometimes I'm like kind of pissy when we film is because sometimes I feel like the questions that are being are like the, I don't know, what's like being asked sometimes is like, I'm like, that is so ridiculous. So like that, like, I'm glad that they didn't do this thing of like, we're going to trot them into... Mm-hmm. Because we already know them and it would be silly to do that, you know? So I'm glad yeah. that they just kept it real the way that it really was. Oh, good. I'm happy. It seemed... I was scared. Wait, there's that Brett guy who dated like a famous YouTuber. Yes, I love Brett. He's a sweetie. And who's the other dude? Uh, Matt? Max. He's the DM of Tom Tom, and he's over at my house like every day. Him and Tom are like really good friends. Oh, good. Yeah, he's awesome. So to all those who are worried that we would hate the new people, no, they're pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure as the season goes on and things happen, I'm sure, you know, there will be some polarizing moments. But I mean, all in all, listen, we're all polarizing in our own way, right? You know, so. Yeah, I remember it was really funny to me when, um, I don't remember what season it was, but when Stassi was really upset that you like weren't liking her. I don't know why. It was like really humorous to me how honest you were about (laughs) like just not connecting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and how honest she was about like just wanting you to like her because she thought you were cool um and, <laughs> and you didn't mean it in this like catty way like you were saying it wasn't like let's pit them against each other because they're two like you know strong women um but you really like weren't vibing but then you started vibing yeah because we started hanging out by ourselves mm. which is like what I kept saying to her is I was like I can't be like this is my friend when I've never hung out with this person outside of when there's like six people around and we're not really even, you know, like we'll have like a moment here and there, which is great. But like, I can't like, you know, to call somebody my friend to me is like, we've, we have our own thing, like our inside, like an inside joke. And we like have had a, serious conversation about life and things like that. Right. right. So, and I kind of feel like I do that with majority of my friends. So when she was like, why don't, when she was bothered by me not going around saying, I wish she was my friend. I was like, well, then why don't we like hang out? Like, I don't know what to say. Like, and then, I don't know. And then you also shocked everyone by becoming really good friends with Kristen. Who's like, I mean, now it seems like his, like, oh my God, year, like decades ago. 
But you guys became close, even though she's like, you know, Tom's an ex. Yeah. Well, we were friends. We've been friends since like season five. Right. So this is another thing is like we went to her house after the World Dog Day thing. Like we Mm -hmm. were there. And so it was like kind of weird that no one saw that we were there because we were there. (laughs) And that was like a big deal, I thought, to us and everybody that we were there. So you get upset sometimes when things like aren't portrayed like the way that they were or like are kind of lacking? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Well, I, I get it, though. It's not the Ariana show. So <laughs> unfortunately, if they're <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It, that would be a lot of pressure. But like, I feel like so I get it. If there's something they would rather focus on. I just kind of thought it was a big deal that we were over there. We had a conversation in the kitchen. That was me, Tom. Kristen and Carter. Mm. And, you know, that was really a huge turning point. And so I was just kind of surprised that they didn't want to follow that more. Do you ever feel like writing an email? Because I feel like if it were me, I'd just be like, dear producer, (laughs) um, I'm really upset about like me um, scene one. (laughs) I'll send a text every now and again. No, be like, what is this? How crazy it is, though. For people to like understand this, like you film how many months? Three months? Four months? Yeah, like three sometimes. Yeah, it depends, but yeah. And then you fucking don't know like what that's going to look like, like what moments were taken of yours and what your story sort of is going to be for that season. So you're sort of like, it's nerve wracking, I'm sure. No. Yeah, it is nerve wracking. I mean, you don't know, but you also don't know what other people are doing. And what they said about you. (laughs) And what they said about you, right. And like whether or not what they said is true. Because the thing is, is that if you say, if you speak something on camera, it's kind of like, you know, you're given this, um, we're all given this kind of platform to say things. And so if someone says something about you on camera, people who watch the show then start repeating it Mm. and it becomes part of your um, portfolio. Can you give me an example? When I was described as Debbie Downer, negative Nancy, uh, she thinks she's better than everybody. When Mm. like I literally, my dad had just died and everybody Mm. was trying to tell me I should be friends with somebody who had tortured me right after that. I was like, okay. So, and that's why like season four, I'm like, I don't want to be here. This is like fucking awful. Like y'all are just telling me like, get over it and move on. It was like so hard for me because I had like gone through this like really traumatizing uh, year of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, not really able to just be like, okay, but this is a show and it's fun drama. It was like really tough for me. So when people were like calling me names, then everybody on the internet started calling me names. And I was like, well, fuck my life. Cause I'm not that person. But again, like nobody really knows me. They just, you know, see what they say. Yeah. So sometimes it gets a little, you know, but do you guys get like, is there like a pass that you guys have like a pact between you guys? It's like, okay, whatever you say, like in confessionals can't be held against you. Or is it like... Well, I feel like now we we all... I don't get as... I'm not as bothered by it really now because I do think a lot of times it's funny. Right. Like a lot of times I think it's funny. You know, like... um, I don't know. So it's like it doesn't really bother me as much. If it's it's funny, it doesn't bother me. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think like, cause it's such a, cause it is funny a lot of times, but it's mostly just like talking about other people. So a lot of mm-hmm. shit comes up there that you can be like, I'm well, I do it too. You know, yeah. I do it too. Yeah. And like, usually when I do it, I'm like, well, I hope they think this is, that this is funny. Yeah. At like least. try to make or it funny. Least, <laughs> but then I get in trouble because like my tone of voice, like does not, um, I'm like, really sarcastic like 99% of the time and like I always think like feel like my friends like get it but then when I'm like watching it it's like sometimes my tone just sounds like I'm just being a fucking bitch (laughs) like but I'm not I promise that's the thing I was gonna tell you like I think I thought you were intimidating like at the beginning of the seasons and then like I feel like I've just because like you said like we don't know you so we can only kind of gather what you can gather but I think like over time I'm like no she's not like she's (laughs) actually like I've noticed even more and more how much of the opposite you are how like you know amazing you are with other people how good of a friend you are how you know um you're accepting thank you everyone and how even on the internet you're a really nice person like you're not like feeling above everyone else like I've seen you answer uh, fan questions and things like that or tag people or even the whole drama with the jacks blocked me Um, oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) yeah today I want to tell you guys about fab fit fun FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products that get sent straight to your doorstep each season. I got my fall box and a few things I loved were the Anthropology Travel Yoga Mat, the Wander Beauty Baggage Claim Gold Eye Mask, which if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw me trying it on on my stories. As a FabFitFun member, you can also customize the box and choose products that match your lifestyle. And members also receive access to on-demand videos from FabFitFun TV. In addition to the box, members gain access to flash sales. It's $39.99 instead of $49.99. And by the way, that $49.99 box always has a value of over $200. You go to fabfitfun.com and when you check out, you use Not Skinny for $10 off your first box. That is Not Skinny for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Don't you ever just want to like buy yourself a gift because you're a queen and you deserve one? Or since the holidays are coming up, actually buy a gift for like the people you love, but also probably for yourself. Okay, because there's a brand called No Emmy. They make beautiful, luxurious, amazing quality jewelry for prices you can actually afford. You can also custom make things. You can engrave. And if you don't like it, you can return it. It was really hard for me to decide what I wanted because there were so many different options that were actually affordable, which is insane. And I could tell were amazing quality. I got the single mini Chua diamond earring for my second hole. And it is so cute. It came in the perfect gift box for myself with a ribbon and then one box open and then another one and then another one and I could immediately tell that it was just like this 
amazing quality. It was shining bright like a diamond because it is a diamond, okay? And totally, totally affordable. To get $50 off your first purchase, go to hellonoemi.com slash notskinny and use promo code notskinny to get $50 off your first purchase. So it's already an amazing price. Get another $50 off, like get yourself a freaking diamond. Just go to hellonoemi.com slash notskinny and don't forget to use promo code notskinny for $50 off your first purchase. So you wore the the girl's shirt. Jax blocked me on Twitter, right? To BravoCon? I did. And then Tom wore it uh, also to the panel. That's so nice. Uh, She she sent it to you guys and you, did she ask you to wear it? No, we bought it. I bought it. I bought it. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I saw it. So before we were heading to BravoCon, I was like, I think it'd be cool because we had so many different things going on. And so I knew that we would be you know, and we had the booth too. So I was like, well, if we're hanging out at BravoCon, I think it might be fun to have like, I don't know, like merch, you know, like show merch. And so I went on Etsy and was like looking around and I think she must've like, it was new. I think it was new because it was like, kind of came up as like one of the first things. And I thought it was so funny so hilarious and obviously so apropos for yeah. Tom and I to wear. So oh my God. I was like, so I ordered two of them and I was just like, really, ho- I was like, oh God, I hope they get here in time because, you know, Etsy sometimes is, can like take a while because people are making it. Um, and so it came like the day before we left. So it was perfect. And yeah, I wore it. And then... And again, like, how cute were you that you were at the stand wearing a t-shirt and like (laughs) comfortable and like sneakers and so like adorbs. Like, I love that. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I was seeing like all all these other house, like housewives and stuff walking through and they had like full glam and I was like, (laughs) oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, being there all all day... Like in a convention center, you're hot. You have to like be with people. Like you want to be comfortable. Yeah, I just knew like to, you know, I wanted to be able to hoof it around and not feel and uncomfortable. It's a vibe, Ariana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so you have yeah. to tell us. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, yeah, she wore the Jack's Blackman Twitter shirt. Well, what may you may not know is that the, then Jax kind of promoted Kristen's new, uh, like that Kristen's t-shirt company is coming out with a Jax Blackman Twitter shirt. And that's the original one that everyone needs to buy. And the other one. <laughs> and is then a- he was like saying really mean and untrue things about um, uh, Gold Half Moon Co., the girl who runs uh, her, her line. He was like saying things that were not true. Like, Oh, falls apart in the washer. I was like, what is he talking about? Did you talk then, about it personally? And you were like, what the fuck or no? Him? Yeah. No. No. I talked <laughs> to her about it. I did not talk to him about it. She was probably so excited. Like, imagine you put this shit on Twitter and she probably didn't even think like, you know, to send it to you guys or that you guys would want it. And then lo and behold, you find it on your own on Etsy and order it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I really like it. It's really soft and comfortable too. And then she gets an order in that's that's like Ariana. Um, and then <laughs> you wear it to BravoCon. That's amazing. Well, I'm glad she made the shirt. And then you tagged for her. For all of us to wear. Yeah, and I tagged her. And then this drama happened. <laughs> Wait, so are they going to make the shirts or not make the shirts? No, they're not making the shirts. Oh I feel like God. Kristen and her business partner weren't unaware of... <laughs> Jax's like, like, yeah, I don't think they knew like the back, like what was kind of going on also. So I think once they saw that, they were like, uh, no, we're not going to do that. Because also after I ordered it, there's like a big show group text that has a couple of our producers in it too, because whenever we film like a vacation and they need to tell everybody something at once, Mm. um, they'll like use that one. So the name of it changes based on like what, trip we're on but um it's kind of like it's like every the mo- majority of the cast is in it and then like a couple producers so so that we can communicate about big show things so yeah. Jack's like posted at it was after I had like ordered it so it was like already on the way and I was like he posted a picture of it in the group text ah uh-huh. so I was like so he knew <laughs> about hers <laughs> Before we wore it. I don't oh know. God. Oh, my God. He is such a funny character. It's so funny because it goes back <sighs> to, like, like I told you, I started watching this, you know, like a couple years ago, year and a half ago. And I remember, like, you know, season one, episode one, I post Jackson. I'm like, he's cute. Do we like him? And everyone's like, um... But a part that I feel like I can talk about on the first episode that they do show is your new homes. And, yeah. And I thought it was so funny that the way they also edited and showed that y'all are pretty close by you, uh, Tom and Katie and Brittany and Jax, right? Yeah, we're close by. But I mean, we used to be able to walk to each other's house uh, apartments. And now we have to get in a car and drive. Mm. Like it's, it's a two, it's like a almost two mile drive. But also that they copied you. Well, that also that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we did all of the legwork. Like Tom and I, we went and saw 25 plus houses. We looked in the hills. We looked in the canyons. We looked in West Hollywood. We looked on the west side. We looked in Studio City. We looked in Lake Hollywood. We looked in Silver Lake. We really looked at everything that, like, we really, we didn't, we looked at old houses, new houses. Um, houses in the hills, houses in the flats. Like we really looked at everything before we decided we were like, this is, this is what we want. Wait, and And what neighborhood is it in now? We're in Valley Village. So that's where the, the, the rest of the, the, the other couples bought a house too? Yes. Oh, so you're saying like you did the- Well, Jackson and Brittany are kind of in Valley Glen, but we're, yeah, Valley Village, yes. So did you feel like they were like stealing your home? Thunder? Well, no, because we had also kind of encouraged them to do, we were like, guys, this is a good time to be doing this. And Mm -hmm. especially where we're at right now in our lives and what, what we have going on is we really were kind of like, so we really encouraged uh, Schwartz and Katie a lot. Mm -hmm. And actually um, they got their house like right around, like right after us. And that the house that they got was actually, if our deal, if our house fell through, I was going to go look at that house. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that we got ours. I just think it suits us. 
And you feel like you're going to live there? Like this is your home or do you, do you see yourself like, well, I have a 30 year mortgage. So (laughs) I mean, (laughs) uh, I, yeah, I plan on living here for, for quite some time. I mean, we're putting up wallpaper for crying out loud. So, so it's not like ready yet. No, it is. It's ready. uh, But there's like things that we want to do to it that are a little bit more involved. You know what I'm saying? Like we're building a bar. Mm, that suits you. you. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's Tom's building his own bar. Nicolene is going to help oh, uh, design it. I know. So like, that's obviously something that takes a minute, you know? That takes a minute. Yeah. And like well, in our family room, we have everything set up, except we don't have a rug in there yet because we're like really struggling to find a rug that we really like that's big enough because it has to be like a 10 by 14. And so it's like, you know, we're on the hunt. Like really expensive things that you're going to want to keep forever. Are you buying like cheaper things that you can also like replace like once every two years? We're, I would say it's kind of a mix, but it's mostly things that we just really love that we want to have forever. Yeah. But then we were also able to find um, website or like companies that look like maybe they're not expen- like inex- less expensive, but really kind of stylish stuff. And you do it everything together or is it like yes. more? Yeah. We do everything together. Cause we're both very, um, into it and very, uh, what's the word? I wouldn't mm-hmm. say particular, but we're very, uh, we both have a lot of opinions. We're both very opinionated and we have a designer that we're working with. That's helping us kind of mesh our, us together. So speaking of you guys doing things together, uh, yeah. so <laughs> Fancy AF, your uh, new cocktail book yes. came out. Yes. That's so exciting. I remember how it all, you know, went down on the show, how you were supposed to do it. And then Tom like shoved himself into the, to it. And <laughs> well, that book is, that book like di- died like so, so <laughs> early on. And then there was like, because I think once it was like, okay, let's work together. And then it was like, but how, like, what's the concept now? Yeah. And so it was just so dead. And then, um, like it was like eight, it's like six or eight months later that, uh, I did Danny Pellegrino's podcast and he actually was like, after when we were done recording, he was asking me, so what's going on? And are you, you know, are you working on this? And I said, no, it's been many, many months of just nothing. I don't really know. I'm not a literary person. Like I've never, I don't know. Like if you told me you wanted to be an actress, I could give you steps. Like I could tell mm. you this is, you know, follow these steps and, you know, you may or may not make it, but like, you know, that's how you do it. Yeah. But like with books, it's like not in my realm. So I was like, yeah, sure, Danny sure, we should do this, but how? <laughs> and he was like, I was like, can you please, do you have any sort of advice? Like, cause he's written books before. And, right. um, and so he was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, seriously, I was like, tell, like, you can tell me whatever. And he actually came up with the title and the concept of classy to trashy. And that was like the m- most perfect way to tie together all of my recipes and Tom's recipes and 
you know, our life stories and things that we've been through. And obviously us as people, we are both classy sometimes. And I also think we're both very trashy at times. And so it's like, it, it's just really worked out perfectly. Wait, so you and Tom, well, I can see this with Tom, but you also like are had like what stashes of recipes or did you have to think of yeah, writing I mean, them we, down for the book or have you like had them written down already? If that well, makes the sense. problem with bartending for as long as both of us have is that you're so used to just making things that when it comes to writing things down, that can sometimes be the hardest part. You were saying about the fancy AF that Danny Pellegrino, he actually told me that because I did a podcast with him and now his story is verified. I was like, okay, so you basically made it happen. Okay, Danny, but he kind of did. <laughs> no, he really did. And then, you know, <laughs> once we had like a theme, you know, Tom and I both love a theme. Um, yeah. And once we had something that fit things. So yeah, like what I was saying is that you know, we've both bartended for so many years. We had like old, like Tom, one of his, the first recipe Tom ever came up with on his own is in the book. And like, admittedly, it's like not even that good of, it's like really not a good recipe at all. But like, that's like the fun of it is that it's, it was at the time his way of getting around drinking like a vodka Red Bull. It was like, whatever, it's the luxury high rise in the book, but that's like the first drink he ever came up with. <laughs> on his own when he was like 21. And so it's just fun. And I think that like, what, what I want people to know about it is that like, we're, we're in on the joke. Like it's, it's a very like tongue in cheek look at making cocktails because a lot of these cocktail books are so serious. And Mm. so, um, or they don't have pictures. And I'm like, I'm not going to make the drink that doesn't have a picture. That's what I was going to say. Like, Obviously, you're taking it seriously, but it, you're not taking like yourselves too seriously, like in it. Yeah, it's like yes, all the drinks are de- are great; they're delicious, yeah. and like everybody should make them because they're awesome. But like drinking is not serious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like sure, if you fuck it up, just whatever, you know, add some more something else and <laughs> get drunk and have fun. You know, that that really should just be it. Wait, so after you left Danny Pellegrino's and he was like, okay, like I'll help you. Like I have this idea. Like then there was like the real like gas in your ass. Like you started hardcore working on it. Yeah. And crazy. Um, yeah. And that was, that was February of 2018. Wait, so, so you started doing it before going to like publishers and stuff before having like a deal? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, girl. You got to do a proposal. Oh, you got to shop yeah. that stuff. Yeah. OMG. Book, books are like a, a another ball game entirely. Um, but in the same way that you would shoot a pilot yeah. and then shop that pilot to networks or whatever, like... Or before you even shoot a pilot, you'd have to have like a script and a proof of concept for a a production company. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So yeah, you, you put together, you, you give them like what, what it is that you're going to be publishing essentially if they do decide to pick up your book. Um, And I mean, I'm sure some people get book deals without 
proposals. But That's what I was going to say. I feel like you could be – like I feel like you could get people that. People care about me a lot less than maybe what it's what, than Teresa Judice? Like I don't get it. <laughs> She's the New York Times bestseller, Ariana. That list is a crock of shit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found that out last week, but yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why is well, it a crock of shit? Well, I found out they pick it. Who picks it? The Times. People oh, who write for the Times. Pick it. Oh, they pick it. It's not like based on sales. They have like an algorithm mm. that's based on basically they can put whoever, whatever they want on it. And Would I, your goal to be to get on that? Like, is that your dream? Sure. But I would, ra- I feel like a list that's purely based on numbers or, or even just like somebody saying, this is our favorite. Yeah. Is like is nice, you know? Well, it's getting a lot of love. Yeah, well, it, I really like it. I'm really proud of it. So the fact that... The- well, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it now. Girl, it now. you don't have it yet. I know, I know. Sorry, wow, I'm not a I church. I'm not, I, I know, for <laughs> real days. Who am I? No, because you know what I always fuck up with on books? Like, And I swear this is true. Mm-hmm. I remember when you started promoting it, but when it was like a... What's it called? Like a pre-release? Uh, Pre- uh, no. Pre-order. You just you pre-order, pre-order it. Yeah. And then I get like, I'm like, ooh, and then I get excited to get it. And then it's only a pre-order. And I'm like, whatever, I'll order it when it actually comes out. And then I Mm. don't. And then it's like been a while. Yeah. And then it's been a while. But it's a really good thing to have in your kitchen. Like, I think, like, I know how to make a skinny margarita and it's awful. But I tell people how to make (laughs) it. Do you have a skinny drink so we can like feel thin in the book? Um, We definitely talk about how you can make syrups with, like, instead of using sugar, you can use like stevia um, mm. and Splenda and things like that. We do talk about that in the book. And also, um, what's fun about it too, is that even if you never make a drink ever, even if you're like, I don't drink or don't want to make a drink, like the pictures are so fire. The pictures are so good. And, and so, they have to do with like the, the show sometimes too, right? There's some a tequila yeah. Katie drink. Yeah. There's a, what else is there from the show? There's a like there's a basic bitch. There's <laughs> uh, the bitter ex, the solving meltdown, rosy disposition. It's bitter ex, Kristen. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that picture. I got to throw a drink in Tom's face like twenty times to get the picture. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. And you know what else? Like not to be like you know your salesperson, but it's such a good Christmas gift. Like if someone got it for me, like for Hanukkah, I wouldn't be mad. Oh my god. Well, they should. I feel like this is like a really good way to tell those people they should get it for you. <laughs> no, because it's like, even if you're like, oh, I wish I could have it, but like you're not buying it, like getting it as a gift would be really fun. So um, I agree for all of you that can think of a, a, a holiday gift. That's a really good holiday yeah. gift. And you're fucking, you're on such a crazy press tour. Oh How my are gosh. you even talking to me right now? I, I have like two days uh, off before we go to Orlando. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's been insane. Like I definitely started getting the flu at a certain point and I was like, <gasps> fuck this. No, this can't happen. Oh my, like I was, so what'd you do? Nervous. I drank Theraflu all day. Mm. So there were pictures of me and somebody was like, Oh my God, what are you drinking in that? Cause it, it was like <laughs> a Fiji water bottle, but it was kind of, uh, had like a color to it. 
<laughs> and I was like, I really like, I wish I was drinking something more fun, like, like, whiskey, like but rose, it's but it's their <laughs> flu. I just chugged it all day. Oh, because of all the flights. Like, where have you been so far? You've been to New York, we were in New York. And then we drove, you know, we did kind of like a tri-state thing. Um, well, we didn't go to Connecticut, but we went to Long Island and New Jersey. Um, and we've been doing stuff in LA and now we're going to Orlando and then we're going to St. Louis and OMG. yeah, so we're, yeah, we're going all over, but then we get a little break for like Christmas and New Year's and then, well, isn't it fun that you're doing it together? Like it that's is, such a perk. it is so fun that we're doing it together. It's also, you know, when it does get hard to have somebody there who can say like, okay, Ariana looks like she's going to puke. I'm like, Tom can start talking. <laughs> like he could take over or like when I know like going into um, some, I, like w- obviously like I'll know like he's not feeling, he's like tired or he's kind of out of it. And then I'll kind of do more of the talking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can like joke around with each other. And we've been kind of like, we've been kind of doing this like, grumpy old men thing together lately which is kind of funny <laughs> I don't know what is that we're just like we're just our banter is just kind of I don't know it's been almost you guys are so funny <laughs> we need to talk about Tom's outfit to BravoCon for like oh one my god second. yes I loved it. Visa. Visa Manor Visa. Yeah. But you fucked him over. You were supposed to get dressed too. I know, but. You were supposed to dress up I know, too. but we were never together. That calls for like <laughs> a breakup, I think. Well, we were supposed to do that during the day together and he was going to come to the booth. Yeah. And I was going to like be like, oh, you're on your way to the booth. I'm going to go to the bathroom and like do my thing. And then we're going to be there together. And then he was like never there at the booth and I was like well now this is like lame if I'm just like like the without the context I was like this is like not gonna work but he but he but he was without the context but he <laughs> Ariana yeah he's the draw like, for, for that him, that's fine yeah but I feel like you get it with him because it's like such an iconic moment on the show but like good for him you know he really was like I want to do would. something from the show that people will remember. And I was like, well, aside from you, like making an ugly cry face, he was like, I'm going to do drag. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's aside amazing. Aside from you making an ugly cry face, I can't. <laughs> I was like, okay, do drag. That's fucking great. And then our friend who is honestly one of the fucking most awesome, badass drag queens, like helped, um, like get the whole thing together because that's what I was going to say. Like you were going to go into the bathroom and change, but it looks like he like put in hours of work to get that look. Well, for my character, for Jordan Tyler, Jordan Tyler is a scrub. <laughs> so it doesn't like make sense to put a lot of effort into it. But he did, right? Like what hours getting ready for like, yeah, that? yeah. Hours. And Indeed. then somebody commented, uh, I just love all the like idiotic people who are like, He's too comfortable in that. I was like, bitch, there's nothing comfortable about shapewear. Um, Why did he need shapewear? He's so skinny. Because he has to look, he's built like a guy, oh. you know? Like, so. Oh, 
why shapewear makes you like have curves. Well, you got to do like it's a lot wear. of padding and a lot of shapewear. Oh, I see, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, I saw a bunch of that. I saw a bunch of that. People were people were shocked. Yeah, but then when we were sitting, <laughs> they're like, "Well, Ariana, no, I saw some like, but Ariana likes, you know." <laughs> Listen, there's a big difference between drag queens and women. Hello, yeah, um, it's yeah. twenty almost twenty twenty. People learn the difference. Um, but like, what no, was so that funny is, is so- that like we're sitting there at Watch What Happens Live, and like we're sitting in that back row, and it was like as soon as we were done with our moment, he wanted to take it, he wanted to rip it off so badly that he was like taking things off while we were sitting there, <laughs> and I was like, Tom, <laughs> I don't know what are you, you're just gonna like get undressed while we sit back here, but he was like, I can't. Well, he was probably so uncomfortable. He was so uncomfortable. He was like, I can't breathe. Aww. He was like, This is. Stabbing me. I was like, well, now you know how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And also like commitment. Yeah. Um, no, that was so funny. But I feel like, yeah, I didn't when when I when I was at BravoCon, I at your panel, like I feel like I didn't hear enough from you guys. I don't know. I felt like the moderator was asking weird questions. And I talked about this and when I did my recap of BravoCon, but um I don't know how you felt about this, and I'm not trying to like um starch it. But um, I remember the the moderator was like, who do you guys think is the most famous here? Yeah, I thought that was and kind I, of a again, weird question, too. Isn't that so weird? And remember how I told you I was so excited in the episode, I like looked around at people making eye contact. So I did that at this point, too. I looked around, like at the people next to me and I was like, that's so weird. And like no one cared. But um, not only did the moderator ask you guys, she then asked the audience to like scream it yeah. and then asked Lisa and then. I really, you know, and I, and I talked about this a lot because I didn't feel that like as a viewer, like, I don't know, maybe I'm, you know, dumb, but I, I feel like, you know, it's a collaborative thing and each person has their own space. And to hear like a lot of people saying one person, which was Stasi at that point, made me feel weird. Like I almost put myself in your shoes and was like, I'd feel like kind of like shitty about that at that moment. Like, why is a, why is it asked be like, why and also no and and I don't know it just pissed me off yeah I don't I don't entirely disagree with you there I mean obviously Stassi is a huge following and there's this is no like knock against her at all but I do think it was a weird question and I do think that like I think our show works because it's an ensemble cast and I think when you start doing things like that it's like not but Ariana yes but the it also worked without Stasi on season, I don't know, three. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. It, that we did go a while without her, you know, you're right. Um, but like, you know, she's great, but she's I think equally great as everybody else. Right. That's what I felt. Like I I didn't Just like I don't like when I just I've never kind of like I don't subscribe to any mentality that like that anybody is above anybody else yeah um so like nobody is in charge nobody's my leader nobody's right you know I mean maybe we can make that sort of um statement about Lisa but but nobody else and so I do think it's a weird question and it is kind of weird too because we're all sitting there and we're all trying to (laughs) like I don't know where it's it's pretty nerve-wracking too because it felt like uh it was like a more lighthearted, but like mini, uh, like reunion episode in a way. Cause we're yeah. all sitting there. It's like the only time we ever all sit together is reunions. And so, 
yeah, it was just kind of weird. And then it's also like, I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. It I wasn't was a weird. fan of that question. And then, and then there was another question that asked um, who gets like the worst edit. And I heard people say, I think you said Sheena. Yes. And Katie. So. Uh, no, and Stassi said Katie. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think I really personally, the thing about Sheena's quote unquote edit, I mean, we're all ourselves. So, mm. so take, I guess, take that with a grain of salt when I say like someone's edit. But I think that even though it is so much fun and it is lighthearted 99% of the time with Sheena, it is also like, you know, they put together a symphony of her saying Rob. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. it is kind of like a thing that there, there are these kind of, you know, troll, like, like sometimes you're like, okay, they're trolling me here, you know? Yeah. And so I do think yeah. Sheena gets that. I do think she gets that probably more than most people. She has really tough skin. She does. Cause she's still always so positive. Yeah. She's so positive And, you know, I, I also d- did like a podcast with her and I remember before I went, I looked at her podcast and I saw like the reviews and people are so mean to her. They really like, are so like, mean to her. So mean to her and the majority of people. And I was like, how, like I see, you know, things that are written to me or like, and I get like a, 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 a minuscule of what she gets and I'm like, eh, you know, and I'm like, wow. And she's still like, you know, and, and, and it's amazing because people can be so mean because I guess she triggers people in a way. Like I don't, I never got why. It's so interesting. Yeah. I don't, I mean, look, I've obviously had my ups and downs with her Yeah, yeah. in our friendship, but you know, just in generally to be triggered in general to be triggered by her. I don't, I don't really get that because it's such an interesting thing. Yeah. You know, what, 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 like who people are triggered by and who people aren't and like why. I do think sometimes too, like certain like fandoms can be toxic. Um, mm. And I do think that sometimes, you know, I, I'm not going to name names because some people's t- fandoms are toxic and I don't want the toxicity mm. coming for me. But I got to <laughs> say that sometimes people's f- fandoms are toxic. And it's so like if it's twist. like, yeah, so it's then like it's like twist. everybody else, they like feel the need to like tear that person mm, down. Right. Because right. of, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Like exactly like Taylor Swift's fandom. Is that particularly a toxic fandom? Oh my God. Are you kidding? She can tell them like this person pissed me off and that person is dead. Like, see, I hate that. I hate that. Lock their doors. Like, see, watch I their really families. like, I really, yeah, I really fucking hate that. I really think yeah, that that is kind of, I mean, Taylor should be able to tell anybody who she likes and who she doesn't like. You know, that's, that's her right as a person and she has her own opinions, but like, that's fucking gross. But when you have that power, like. Nobody should ever have that power. But if you know you do, then you have to be careful. It's like crazy. But for real Yeah. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Um, and, and I, and I can't imagine, you know, what it's like. And that's why I told you like about you that I have this from what I've seen that you do get, wouldn't you say that you get mostly love though, if you had to like put it on a scale? 
of like love versus uh, haters? I would say there's more love than hate for sure. Yeah. But maybe yeah. I'm not seeing well, it because I blocked those people. <laughs> no. But then also I have to you. say like if I did like what you were saying about like Taylor, Taylor Swift or like <laughs> if I say something bad about somebody, everybody comes for me. Mm. Not yeah. the person I'm saying is a bad person. You're like, I want a toxic fan down. I'm just kidding. No, well, it sounds kind of nice, but it's also gross. <laughs> Where am um, I, where's I, my toxic fan? Like, excuse me, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you one more question about the book. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite cocktail in the book? So like, I want to know what's your favorite? Well, there's 85, there's like 80 <laughs> plus recipes in the book. So I feel like every time I flip the book through the book, I find another one that I'm like, oh yeah, I love that one. Um, I well, love what's your favorite alcohol. Like I drink? love vodka and I love mezcal. Um, mm. And actually the other night when we had our big la- launch party, we had four of our cocktails from the book um, uh, being given out at the bar. And I was supposed to take a, I was going to take a picture with a drink and somebody handed it to me and I took a sip and I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the, uh, bitter X actually. The bitter X. And that's with what alcohol? Mezcal. Mezcal. So mezcal is like a smoked tequila. Sort of. I mean, it's made from the same, it's made from agave in the same way that tequila is. Um, mm-hmm. but it does have a different flavor and honestly, you're not going to really get the well, you're not going to get well mezcal in the way that you would get well tequila. So you can kind of always, for the most part, bet on mezcal being um, a slightly higher end liquor if you're mm, you know, worried about a hangover or something. Yeah. And that's, I felt too, like tequila is like the best for that. And also they say it everywhere because it's made from agave, right? And it doesn't have like... Yes. I don't know. I mean, but obviously some are better than others. Are you um, a wine drinker or is it mostly cocktails? I love wine. I usually will just drink either, like if I'm going out and um, I'm not going to a place that makes like great cocktails, I'm just going to a bar. I'll get a vodka soda with lemon, always lemon, no lime. And or I'll get like a glass of rosé or a glass of wine if I'm having dinner. Just depends on like what, like last night I got ceviche. So of course I had a mezcal paloma, you know? Of course you did. Of course yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now I want a cocktail. Do do your friends like drive you crazy now that they want you to like make them drinks all the time? Or is that no. like how it always was? It's always kind of been like that. But I feel like Tom... Tom, really yeah. loves to just start doing it. Um, I I will just be like, let's let's just drink, and then he's kind of just he's already like ten steps ahead when it comes to you know he he already has like the towel in his back pocket. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like, well, okay, my job here is done. I'll just drink the drink. <laughs> I wanted to also. Um, talk about you did something to your jaw. I did, and I was like. Why? Because I had a double chin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was tired of it. I was tired of watching the show and seeing it. I was tired of like, it just was getting saggier and worse because I'm getting older and my face is getting looser. Okay. 
So I was like, fuck I really, this shit. I got rid of it. How do you it. do that? How do you do it? So what, the, what's the procedure? The procedure I got is called Elevate. And um, it's kind of hard to describe, but... But it's... It's basically... Like, not like... I have surgery. It is. Uh, I was awake. I was awake. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, I would say like a minimal, minimally invasive, uh, I would say it's a procedure more than like a surgery because there were no knives. Like I was not being cut into anywhere. Yeah. Um, basically there was like a teeny little, basically I have like a permanent, I never have to do this again. I have a permanent suit, a certain type, specific type of suture that goes from basically like ear to ear, but then there's like some in the middle and then they, it just helps support my, um, under chin area. And then I had a little bit of life out to take out the little fat right there. I mean, I'm deal with it. If you, makes you feel better, but you were perfect before. So I don't see it, but I was just always like trying to shove my tongue so far (laughs) to the roof of my mouth to suck my double chin up in all my photos that I was tired of it. Tired of it. But that's all you want to do. No, it did not make me want to do anything else. I honestly feel like that's, that's all I need. That's all I want. Um, yeah, maybe when I get older, maybe I'll be like, Oh, my boobies or something, but you know, that's all I have. Um, you don't do like Botox and stuff. I don't do Botox every six months. I get, uh, one, I get 0.5. I get half a syringe in my lips because I get really of the filler. Yeah. Because when I was younger, um, I did not drink enough. I was very bad about drinking enough water and staying, keeping my lips hydrated. So my lips got pretty wrinkly. I always had full lips when I was younger and I started to see as I got older that they just started kind of like closing in on themselves really yeah but now I'm actually I feel like way better at being high staying hydrated um so and no one turned you on to Botox doesn't everyone do it I did on it the show? I did it once and I felt claustrophobic and so I didn't never got it again it only lasts wait three wait, months wait why claustrophobic because it's so tight because you can't no it doesn't tighten it's just you can't move oh. the muscles oh frick yeah so I feel like I like to move my face and again, maybe again, maybe in a few years, maybe like a little bit, but I just personally, it only lasts three months. So like if you get it and you don't like it, you just don't get it again. Right. Um, and I did, I just didn't get it again. I just didn't, I didn't like it, you know? Speaking of the claustrophobic, now I'm remembering that when I talked to Sheena, she was saying, uh, we're talking about PJs and she, and I said, that I, I don't it. even oh yeah I and it. I remember she said she's like Ariana hates it I hate it Ariana can't even you hate it I hate it so why? much because it's small it's so small I know so why don't more people hate it why is everyone pretending to chill on them and like they're the best I thing ever know. when they look so scary and it's also okay but like Aaliyah <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be oh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah I like that's like I always think about Aaliyah <laughs> <laughs> like it's scary it's very scary oh my god and is it actually I've never been on one is it actually like more like scarier because it's small to me it is like to me it is but everyone else like popping champagne and acting like life is like keeps going no when I can sit, when I'm sitting day. in a seat and I'm looking yeah. out the window but I can <laughs> see the f- entirety of the other wing also 
out the other side of the wind. I'm like, we're literally flying. I'm like, it's like the size of my bed and we're flying through the no, sky. Like this is terrifying to me. Like it, I, I do find it scary. I would much prefer to take Southwest to Vegas and really. So if Lala says PJ, but uh, you know, there's, you rather take the Southwest Honestly, yeah, because I'm scared. Yeah, and they I also agree with say, you. I, it's also like not as heavily regulated as commercial flights, and it's not as good. It's not very good for the environment, and also true. They just, I just to me, I don't know. It scares me. But regular flights don't. I don't like turbulence. Yeah, ugh, it's the worst. And people are always like, turbulence is fine because, like, that's what you have to tell yourself. Fine. Yeah, I know, but like, what does it? Do you think mean. a plane crash feels like a smooth ride? Probably not. <laughs> so like, because <laughs> people are always like, turbulence is a good, it's a good thing. It's like, just like, I'm like, well, you know, what you're saying makes no sense to me. Oh my God. Now you're making me, no, because that's Sorry. what I always like, like that's what I always it. mumble to myself is like, it's like bumps in the road. You know, it's like. When you drive a car and it's not smooth, it's like the same thing. At least I do think maybe it keeps the pilot on their toes. <laughs> like they're paying attention because I do worry about them like going on Honestly. auto, putting the, you know, putting the autopilot on and then just being like, well, fuck it. Let's, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just get like so nervous. Um, well, but then once we're in the air for like 45 minutes, I'm like, okay, we're here. We're doing it. Yeah. Fine. Well, you you talk about like a little bit of like anxiety stuff and yeah. um like mental health in general. Yeah. Is it anxiety or like depression that you Oh, well, it's both. From? I oh, would say fun. it's a little bit. Yeah, it's a fun little tennis match in <laughs> <laughs> my brain. Um I would say they one kind of feeds into the other a little bit. Mm, yeah. Um it's like the anxiety of like what's coming and then the depression about either what's happening or like what didn't happen or what ha- has happened. So it's like this weird like brother-sister relationship. Um, I have a, I feel like I'm better about curbing my anxiety than I am about curbing my depression. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like sense. this past year, I've started to really kind of understand the work that goes it, that that it's going to take to to do that. So, so yeah, yeah. I think anxiety might be. I mean, I suffer from anxiety, so I definitely don't want to call it easy because it isn't. But if I don't from depression, so if I had to imagine, like, because I know for anxiety, you there are things you can do that I know like really help. For right. example, so I don't know if. You know, with depression, a lot of times, like, you know, it's medication and and that's it. Sometimes you can't, it's hard to help yourself. But I think you being vocal about it is so amazing. Even when I'm vocal about it on a smaller platform, it makes people so, it gives them such a good feel. Like, not that you suffer too in a bad way, but people, it really helps them to see that other, that they're not alone in it. So well, I think, I think really it helps me in the, in the same way too, though, because... Yeah. I'm always like very hesitant to talk about, which is probably why I don't talk about it like in season two or season three is because I'm hesitant to talk about stuff sometimes when I'm not sure if it's a safe space. So, Mm. but then like once I do start talking about it on, even like on the show, then 
then when those people talk to me, I feel that I feel that same kind of, um, true. Like we're in this together, like, you know, kind of feeling. So it helps me a lot too. True. I put on my Instagram one day, like, do you suffer from anxiety, Ariana? And it was a poll. And I think it was like 88% said yes. Oh my gosh. If you can imagine like how insane that is. And that flooded, you know, uh, so many messages that I got and so many tips and so many people and, 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 and you're right. There is, it wasn't like a selfish thing, but there was something so nice to feel like if, you know, five years ago or when I first got my first panic attack, I was like 17. I was mm. like, what is this? What's wrong with mm-hmm. me? Why me? Then it's like, wait, 88 fucking percent yeah. like, are dealing with this shit. And it's more common than not. And um, it happens to, you know, Vanderpump rule stars and, you know, uh, movie stars, even more fucking shit, even more to those people. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, that's why, you know, people need to understand that, you know, not everything that shines is, um, in Hebrew, there's a saying, not everything, not everything that sh- glitters is gold. Is oh yeah. <laughs> is that a saying in English too? That's the one I know, but was serious. Yeah, no, it's not. not it's not. I've shines. never. No, no, no. You not said it. it. Okay. Not everything that glitters. <laughs> I've, I've never that. heard it. Oh yeah, not everything that glitters is gold. Everyone has their own shit. Well, and that's why I also feel like it's important to like not to like this thing of like Taylor Swift saying things and people just like jumping or saying like, oh, now we hate that person. Like, I feel like it's important to separate. There should not be a barrier between. I mean, other than like for safety purposes, other than for safety, I don't think there should be this barrier between people like because somebody's on TV and somebody's not. It's like there's no I feel like all of our we should we're all kind of have the same wants and needs and desires. And we all kind of um, we're operating all in the same world, you know, like, yes, okay, we live in Los Angeles. There are a lot of people who are in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles. Okay. There's also a lot of people like who work for the post office or who work at the grocery store or who, you know, do people's taxes, whatever. We're all still all living in the same city together and trying to find harmony. So, you know, that's why I like the like nastiness online. I'm just like, guys, dude, like, Stop. Um, no. Yeah, like I'm I'm, a, I'm not just a TV show. I don't know if you watch the Kardashian. <laughs> no, I no. don't. But now I feel like you don't. No. Well, no, Chloe, like poor Chloe. But you know what happened with Chloe and uh right. and, Tristan. and Tristan. Right, right, right. And then you know, there was so much shit going on, and she was like, I'm not just a TV show. This is my life. And she was crying, and that no. just is what came up for me. And yes, you should watch it because you know, why not? Yeah, Do you watch other Bravo shows? I did want to ask you that. No, I don't. I um, I also feel, well, I never, I used to watch Top Chef like way back in the day. And I used to watch Project Runway like way back in the day. Um, but I've never watched any of the Housewives shows or uh, I've never watched like. Um, Summer House. No. Uh, no, Southern Charm, Southern Charm. No, I've never watched any of them. But now I feel like I don't want to because especially after BravoCon, I feel like I know these, some of them in real life and I don't want to 
not like them because of the show. <laughs> so Wait, who did you meet that you liked on BravoCon? Everybody. Uh, well, really? I've, I've met Dorinda before, but I, I love Dorinda. She's so sweet and so fun in yeah. person. Uh, Melissa Gorga is so sweet in person. Yeah. I love Shannon Bedore. So always so nice and fun. And Denise Richards is so cool. And I mean, Teddy's always very sweet, sweet to me. So, I mean, I, I, I always like to say, be able to say hi to her. Um, and then Kyle and Carl and Amanda and Lindsay all the all the summer house people are so freaking sweet and nice. And, yeah. Um. And then, uh, Craig Conover is a doll. Oh yeah. He, oh, love how cute is he though? He's very cute. And we were like neighbor. We were booth neighbors. So oh. so we were like and he started sewing. He's yeah. So sweet. And then next to him, so it was me. And then it was Witches of WeHo, but they weren't really at the booth. So we made friends with the people who were working the booth. And then next to them was Craig. And then next to them was Kyle and Carl. So between the lover boy hard tea and the rosé from the Witches of WeHo and the pillows and the fancy AF merch, like we were lit. Like we had like a crew, like our BravoCon Bazaar crew was freaking no, solid. BravoCon was insane. Do you think, okay, A, it's for sure going to happen again. If not like to. sooner. It has to. Yeah. No, it was such a success, like yeah. on all ends, that it's for sure gonna happen again. It has to. Um, and then me and Craig got to have the on Sunday night. There was like this top shop, top chef dinner, and everybody oh my was God, like, I "Should have come." Like, you should. You guys are working so hard. You should go eat. So we got to have top chef dinner. I was like, "This is great." <laughs> and neither one of us had voices. I mean, my voice was completely gone at that point. I sounded oh like an eighty-year-old woman who. Should have stopped smoking 60 years ago. <laughs> but you had fun. <laughs> I did. I had the best time. Oh, that's amazing. No, and I was going to say like about how you were saying like the postmen and stuff. I really do get that feeling from, I know this word might be annoying to people, but Bravo celebrities that, and, and especially VPR people, like from my experience, like everyone that I've met and talked to, like are very down to earth and um, aren't, um, you know, don't, don't come from a place of, you know, I'm, I'm above you because I'm on a TV show or whatever. Um, and I think it's really just like a personality thing and doesn't have to do with what you do. Cause I know people that, you know, think of themselves as higher than other people, even though, you know, it, it doesn't have to do with, it's just a personality thing. And I think that, um, that you guys are very good about that. Like you really appreciate where you um, got to because of the show and on the show and in your lives in general. And you don't take it for granted or take it as as like, okay, so I'm better than other people who haven't had this, you know, opportunity. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah, I think that's something you could definitely say about everybody on our cast is that, you know, we've all, I feel like we've, we've pretty much all worked pretty hard and we all come from, True. you know, at least somewhat normal uh, upbringings. And so right. the idea that, you know, also even just moving forward, like if the show was to go away, I wouldn't be entirely shocked if half the cast just kind of got normal jobs, you know, like. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, like, don't forget that like two, three seasons ago, like Ariana, you and Tom were living still in that apartment that you couldn't turn on the microwave and the freaking <laughs> yes. thing together. Yes. So uh, very like 
you know, relatable and also very like, you know, real. And, um, and, and it's awesome to see you guys. I remember when you guys got houses, everyone was like, they got houses. And I'm like, they're literally doing this for like <laughs> 10 years. So yeah. yeah, they like saved up. Like they're doing this like smart uh, move with their money. Like it makes sense. Like they're not just waiters or, you know, bartenders on the show. Right. Um, yeah. And also it's like the smartest thing you can do with your money is to own property. A. Yeah. And B, it's like, some people were saying like, oh, well, the show's not going to be good because they're not poor or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> what did you think we were doing when we were living in those apartments? We were just stockpiling money, which like now we're like, now the stakes, the stakes are so much higher now. So it's like the opposite of what people think. It's like, no, now we have like real bill. Like we're really like, you know, like we can't afford to fail at this point because we do have the homes and real bills. Like Tom and I, the amount of, you know, extra money that we had because we were paying $1,600 a month. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Between the two of us. So it's like $800 a month. I mean, hello. That's how much that apartment was, $1,600. Two bedroom, two bath rent controlled apartment. In the OMG, yeah. did you pass it on at least to like someone you know and love? Well, Tom still like has a room there for if he has to like be at Tom Tom like really late or like so we still have a lot of our stuff there, um, and we go back and forth to it a lot. And then my brother is living there too. So isn't that so weird to go back and forth to it and like from your like beautiful new like glammy home? See, that just shows like a lot about you. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. From yeah. trashy to classy. Yes. <gasps> and then right back to trashy again. <laughs> Ariana, I loved having you and I ate your brain out way longer than I was <laughs> like allowed to. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. Like I really adore you and I think you're awesome. And I'm going to order the book right now. And yeah, if you don't order my book right now, I, I swear to God, we're not friends. I'm going to like I put a screenshot and tag you like everyone else does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because then it okay. doesn't count. It doesn't count if you don't do that, right? That's right. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from Fancy AF that's out and we want everyone to get it and you being all over the world and Vanderpump coming back on January 7th, which we're all like literally like need to change underpants. We're so excited. Anything else? <laughs> um, I would just stay tuned to our Instagrams because, or, you know, our social media, because we are working on taking um, our book, Fancy AF Cocktails to the next level next okay. year. So. My God. Yeah. What does that mean? <gasps> I can't I tell you guesses. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to yeah. guess and you don't have to answer live. I mean, there's a there's a show radio. (laughs) (laughs) No, for example, see that pisses me off. I'm sorry. I know I'm being a Stasi hater, but like she got that Bravo show, and you know there are other people in the world. That's all I'm gonna say. Bravo. What's up? At Bravo. Love you. (laughs) Bravo. Certified (laughs) Bravoholic. Um. No, really, Ariana. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know you are literally like in the craziest time of your life right now. No, thank you. It's been a joy. Um, I know. It's now really been it's fun. it's been so fun. Um, and now I'm gonna 
unpack my suitcase, I could pack it again. <laughs> so you can pack again and like yes. jet off on a non-turbulent flight. To oh, fingers crossed. Oh my God. Fingers crossed, babe. Okay, Rihanna, thank you so much. Thank you. And we're staying tuned for all the big things to come. And yeah. uh, kisses. Yes. Bye, babe. <laughs> Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thanks to Ariana for being the coolest fucking badass bitch that that she is and for making time, you know, away from her uh, fancy AF uh, book tour and everything else she has going on to come on and talk to me. That's like amazing, you guys. It's so exciting. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I want to thank the Pud Glomerate Network for you know, producing my show and doing everything that they do. I want you guys to get on your iPhones if you have one and rate this fucking podcast five stars and review it. And if you don't want to review it, then just rate it because that's honestly more important. The reviews do move me, but the ratings are what count. And let's be honest, like we need we need those numbers. We need to, you know, keep up with the Joneses. So thank you for listening. And uh, remember that We're going to be airing reruns for the next two weeks. And then we'll be back on January 7th, which is also the freaking VPR uh, premiere uh, date. So same Z's. Love you. Bye. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.